We're back in a BMW. So this is the first one in a while that hasn't had the beaver teeth. I just want to start there. BMWs without the beaver teeth are few and far between, apparently. And we have to celebrate them. This is the 2022 <laughs> BMW M240i. We love the 2 Series. We yeah. loved it. We, the last generation we were completely in love with, we drove it all the way up through all the M2s, including the M2CSs. But this M240 only comes automatic, all-wheel drive. I've been looking forward to driving this mm-hmm. because we like the car so much Yep. that when I first saw it, I knew there was something different. Mm. The styling? Knew, well, the styling, but <laughs> the proportions changed. Yes. And this car has a two-inch longer wheelbase than the prior two series. Two inches longer. Yep. The track is two and a half inches wider, 2.4 in the back, 2.5 in the front. The car, overall car, is four inches longer. It's much bigger visually and everywhere, everywhere this board. car yes. has grown. Uh-huh. Which tells me BMW is doing something. They're going to slot the 2002. They're going to resurrect that car, and they're going to slot it just beneath this car, and it's going to be the driver's car, slightly smaller, and it, that'll be the enthusiast car, and this will now just be the GT car, because that is what this has turned mm. into. It is the Supra engine and transmission. Yes, the B58 it is. Yep. engine, 382 horsepower, yep. 369 pound-feet of torque, the 8-speed automatic, which is great. It's very good. With all-wheel drive. It's like a Supra all-wheel drive, except yeah. Yeah. the wheelbase is 10 inches longer than the Supra. That is... It, that 10 is, inches longer. We're, we're this hunting. is now kind of a big car. It's a 3 Series. What I think is bizarre is that in the actual marketing materials, BMW refers to this as their sporty compact coupe. There's nothing compact about this. Nothing. Well, Only see, in the fact that it's the smallest car in the lineup. That's exactly. the only reason it's compact. If you compare this to the rest of the BMW lineup, I guess. that's how the marketing people get there. You have, yes. it, it's all relative. You, you don't compare it to the rest of the industry. <laughs> you compare it to your own portfolio. There's nothing that's compact how you get about this whatsoever. Yeah, it's quite quick. By the way, that super engine, that that B58 that's been in everything has yeah. been okay. All right, pick a lane, pick a lane. There you go. Like See, you. she Thank saw you. your face coming. Uh huh. Because it's it's still not an attractive face. It's just not a beaver teeth face. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but this car is very quick. I mean, this BMW is BMW sandbags all the time. It's that thing that the super sandbag. Yes, the sandbags. Mm-hmm. It's quick. Every time I look down, I'm like, huh. Well, so that's a number. What is that number? Well, yeah. That's a wrong number. I should slow down. <laughs> exactly. No, that is one of the things about it. Not only does BMW underreport across the board their stuff. I, honestly, I <laughs> think report. I, I think I think their right. numbers are for the worst possible conditions on the planet. You're driving like the high mountain passes at fifteen thousand feet. You still have the horsepower advertised, right? Because here we are at seven thousand feet, and it's blindingly quick. And I'm yeah. very impressed with that. My, one of my problems, though, is what you just stated, and that is. This is incredibly capable to the point that I don't even feel engaged with what's going on anymore. I, I can't believe that number is that big. It's I can't almost too capable. Everything yeah. is happening so fast, so easily that that the the joy. And this is going to sound weird. The joy of getting there, the joy of earning speed, is completely gone. <laughs> earning speed, yeah. There's none. Right, right. And every time I look down and, and I say, "Look, we we drive quickly. I get that. We love to drive. All of that gets discussed. But this car, more than most I've driven." I look down and I'm doing 15 to 20 faster than I think I am all the time. And right. the fact that I'm not connected to that reality, to, to what you just said, I'm going, wait, really? And, and then I realize I, I haven't felt any of that sensation. In spite of sport mode and in spite of the fact transmission's really good, I, I'm not engaged with this car, but I intellectually know, wow, this is fast. Anything you want to do 
to pass a car, get around somebody, accelerate onto an on-ramp, stopping, the power in every category. And the numbers on, on this car aren't really huge. True, true. I mean, except for the weight. The it's 39 pounds. Well, <laughs> that does bring us to weight. Almost 3,900 pounds. Over a decade ago, when you and I drove the Nissan GTR, yes, we were blown away that a 38 or 3,900 pound car could uh-huh. do the things that it did. Yes, it was a V6. It was all wheel drive, yes. four passenger, two door car. I love that you brought that. Here's up. that recipe again. I even love that you brought that up. This is not the M2. This was not designed to be a GTR competitor, but same recipe. And the same problem. That's the reason I like yes. it. You mentioned it because it's the same problem. I am amazed by what's possible. The zero to sixty, of this is under th- under four, mid threes for some outlets have actually gotten mid threes. Under it's four, because zero it puts to its power down and with the all wheel drive. And it is it is chasing and in some cases beating some of the prior M2. Like the first M2 they released, this is faster than that. This has more power than the 2016 yes. M2. The original M2. This is four. faster and better than that car. Yes, which means you have to get in to the competition or the CS to trump this. Yes. But I am yes. not involved and I'm amazed in the same way as the GTR. The 2 Series has been BMW for me. Their last bastion of we really are the ultimate driving machine company. We really are a company that is worried about enthusiasts. That's automatic downshifts. Worried about enthusiasm. Amazing. That's worried about fun. That's worried about light, chuckable cars. We still know how to do that. And I feel like the 2 Series is the place that I have hung on to that hope and been like, see... BMW can still do it. <laughs> right. And now with this, it's bigger, and I'm less involved, and I feel like the thing I liked about the 2 Series isn't here anymore. I totally agree with you. Everything we've loved about the 2 Series and the compact nature is missing here. And that's why I think, and I hold out my hope, mm. for a 2002. This grew <laughs> that allows a slot right underneath. Who knows? But the problem is, if that doesn't happen, this is kind of what we're stuck with. And as good as it is... Mm-hmm. It's not really the driver's compact fun car anymore. BMW has always done the turn your sedan or coupe into a sports car yes, thing. Yes, yes. We're not going to make Take a, a 40 coupe. You know, We're something. Do a sedan. Yep. And then make it amazing. And that's what the M cars represent. Mm-hmm. When they do a particular bespoke sports car, they're usually really good. But this does all the sports car things now. And it's not even the M, the true M. Yeah. It's astoundingly good. It's astoundingly fast. But we've lost the driver, the true driver's interaction. I mean, it's because of technology and scale. A lack of technology, I hate to say it, is kind of what you and I gravitate towards. True. Even I think you even more than me in some cases. Mm -hmm. But the lack of technology just bolts with a cable or an arm, and it's just mechanical and bolted together. Mm -hmm. We like that Mm -hmm. feel of things. But technology has invaded so much; it's so incredibly capable. But we've lost that. Mm-hmm. driver's interaction just yep. a simple tube with a bolt and an arm and it just works <laughs> and you could feel and it's just engineered happens. yeah there, there's not any steering feel here BMW has struggled with their steering feel of late since they've gone to electric power steering they've, they've added weight but not feel this is in the same category yeah. so I can't I can't slide it because it feels like the rest of the lineup the the good news I will say about it getting bigger is this is a two plus two supposedly this is a four seat car. I mean, you can actually put people in the back seat. And you know that was part of the product planning is we need to have more space and usable back seats. They're absolutely usable back seats. Now, we're trees, so not mm. four people our size. But I had my wife and my son. They're both mid-five feet. Wife and my son sitting over here, and they were both perfectly comfortable. 
Now, it's not like they were floating in SUV space, yeah. but they were both perfectly comfortable. We went on a, like an hour-long drive one way, and they were both fine. The car has grown, and I'm glad you brought that up because I looked up the stats for the prior Generation 2 Series, mm. and I was expecting the interior space measurements to be wildly more. Huge. Oh, yeah, I, I totally see. Inches of rear space and hip room and elbow room. And it said this car had less rear seat leg room really? than the prior two series. And I went, that is interesting. How? What are we measuring? Are we mm. doing the same benchmarks, same H points? Are we <laughs> measuring from the same places? Because I was expecting a much bigger number. The mm. car grew. I'm expecting a bigger number. And great. It wasn't reflected in the measurements. But you feel it. I agree. You instantly feel this is a bigger car. This is what 3 Series used to be like. I, absolutely. This it's is, now grown mm-hmm. that big. You feel it in the interior. Finally, they have updated the interior to match what started three or four years ago now. That's always the they case. They finally yeah. got around to the 2 Series and put what is now a familiar, good-looking, yeah. Yeah. kind of timeless interior. I like the triangular shapes, the hexagons. They really do look good. It, it's... Very much yeah. now. Yeah, it's yeah. not a futuristic kind of interior, but good screens. They're not too big, and the materials are excellent. No, it's really this cool. And they, and they have a be. weird. They have a weird thing on the door panel that looks like it's stitched. It's not. It lights up at night. This this M coloring here. Those bands yeah. almost look like they're stitched in, like they're carbon fiber or something. It's a plastic panel that lights up at night. And it's actually at first blush was like that's a little weird, and then at night I was like, you know what? That's actually really cool. The door panel has a lot of interesting colors and shapes and that just makes it intriguing. Uh, this is a very nice place to be and BMW continues to kill it on seats. I cannot slight this car's They're capability. Yeah. I can't slight its comfort. <laughs> I can't slight its room. Yeah. I'm just not involved. And I know BMW, look, the ultimate driving machine moniker was 20 years ago. But it's and, so much more relevant now, I think. Well, it, it, that's the thing, is that that is the thing that BMW built their tradition on, and, and many of us that are car lovers still equate that with BMW. Yeah. BMW yeah. has moved into a much more of a mass market company. I understand we need to make money. I get it. I would just like them to continue to make something worth like, remember, we do this too. And this car isn't it anymore. I agree. It's not like they've forgotten their history, but it starts to feel like it. Yeah. All right. All right, you need to drive. I do. At some point, you're going to want to change things on your car, and instead of just thinking about go-fast parts, what about stop-fast parts? Brakes are an essential part of your vehicle's maintenance, but why not just upgrade? You can improve your vehicle into a stopping powerhouse with the Power Stop Brake Upgrade Kit. It includes carbon ceramic brake pads, drilled and slotted rotors, and all the stainless steel hardware you need to complete your upgrade. It's all the little fiddly parts that I always lose. They're included, too. PowerStop is on a mission to provide complete and affordable brake upgrade kits for every vehicle on the road today. Whether you're towing, whether you're doing off-roading, track days, including brand new vehicles like our Toyota GR86. Take care of your brakes by heading to PowerStop.com. You can enter your vehicle's information in their easy-to-use brake finder, and that matches you with the right brake upgrade kit for your vehicle. I know styling's subjective. And I know you are the person to speak well on styling. <laughs> I also know this car is controversial, and I think you everybody and I disagree. has their opinion. I think you and I disagree. I think this car is unattractive from every single exterior angle. Okay. I just I don't think this is a good looking car. I think the last two series, again, was was a throwback to BMW knows what they're doing. I think this, while it doesn't have the beaver teeth, I think it's just strange looking from every single angle. <laughs> All right. Well, it may work for you. I look. I I, I am the just uneducated hang on, hang on here. I like the proportions. 
I like what BMW has done to extend those front wheels out, and it's gotten to be a very classic shape. Okay. Imagine just, you know, Tuesday night is profile night. And you, here at BMW, <laughs> bring one pen, one sheet of paper. We're going to do profiles all night. That profile, if you don't see any details, it's good looking. It's got a nice shape. Long hood, says sure. inline six. Sure. We like that. Mm-hmm. But what BMW has done, the body sides are very clean. Mm-hmm. Very crisp theme along the shoulder. And actually an interesting part just behind the rear wheels. It kicks up and there's no vents. There's no intake. It's actually... Mm-hmm. Kind of nice, kind of refreshing. Yeah. So you just see white is the wrong color to have it in, but you just see clean body side and where now all the details are, are front and rear. Mm-hmm. You can have an intake be whatever shape. If your engineer tells you a volume of air that needs to come in, therefore the opening needs to be a particular size, fine. Whole, Make square, the sh- circle. Doesn't matter. So <laughs> why did we settle on that shape? Mm. And it doesn't seem resolved in the front, even though the front and rear do look like they were designed by the same person. The side, what the person doing the side was in another room, but the front and rear guys were sitting <laughs> like, like look at this cubicles facing each other. I just drew the profile, the center uh-huh. line. Profile. I connected you two guys. I'm done. I'm going for coffee. You're right. I don't love this from every angle. I saw it on the road. I was driving behind you, mm-hmm. and I saw this, and it was a little bit melted. It didn't have the same forward stance, even though I liked the fender swell at the rear. Yeah, that's gorgeous cool. surface. Yeah. Yep. But then how it's resolved is just fussy. Every line is just fussy, and it jogs for inexplicable reasons. <laughs> and to do it just for the sake of having something different, to me, that isn't good design. It needs you, you need to let the car relax and let those shapes dictate what the, the headlights and taillights are, mm. because those are what people look at. And if those shapes resolve to something ugly... Guess what? Your surfaces are off. Change your surfaces. Mm, push them out. Okay. Give them a little more swell, a little more form. Kick that tail up a little bit more. And that's what... There, there's too much committee in this design. You can mm, tell. Mm. That's where we're at. And in white, with the black surrounds, it looks like your goth girlfriend in high school that had the black lipstick on. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Most people would say it's Stormtrooper, but I'm going to go with your description. I think that's better. Trooper. That's much better, yeah. It's, no. It's, it's, that's it. The BMW no. M240 is your goth girlfriend. We have a title. <laughs> at least we found one. I yep. mean, look at this car. I, I see. This was All introduced right. in that eggplant, which I don't think is egg, eggplant. I think we should name that bruise. It's just a bruise Met- is good. Metallic bruise. Yes. Metallic bruise now from BMW. Yep. Jeez, this thing just takes it's off. It's got so much power. I, I, every time I get in something with that B58 engine, it surprises me. Yeah. Every, everything BMW yeah. puts it in. It just, it's, it's a rocket. It's, a, it's an absolute bomb of a power plant. Yeah. I cannot believe how much power they get out of it. And the, the number lies. The number just lies. <laughs> I, I don't believe this is under 400 horsepower. Everybody's lying. I don't think so. I think you're yeah. right. Well, BMW tells us that this has a variable ratio power steering. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. We like variable ratios. It's very quick. Mm-hmm. It's actually quicker than the Supra. But keep in mind, this is 10 inches longer than the yes. Supra wheelbase. Yes. You wouldn't want this quick of a ratio on the Supra. You'd be in the weeds every time you turn the wheel. <laughs> Exhale. <laughs> Hit somebody, yeah. So it feels initially very crisp, but there's less information here than the prior, any of the prior two series. Agreed. There's Agreed. just nothing. Mm-hmm. It's got a, a quick turn in, and it feels the precision is good. That precision has always Absolutely. been there. Yeah. It's too digital. It's mm. not analog enough, mm. and that's what technology has done. So we've thrown technology at every part of the car to transform it from comfort into sport. 
And the things that it can do are astounding. Yes. BMW yes. actually concentrated on the adaptive suspension to make the difference between comfort and sport even more noticeable. Uh-huh. And it is. Definitely. This car comes to life. But it's doing that digitally. It's doing that because of tech. Mm. And I I know this will continue, but I'm waiting. This car feels even more dead. And we're feeling more of the weight. 3,800 pounds. The last car was like 3,400. This is almost 3,900 pounds. Yeah, exactly. 39. We're we're gunning down 4,000, which is insane. Yeah. And and way too heavy for a car that's in this class. I understand you get a big sedan that weighs this much, but even with all-wheel drive, I mean, yeah, I, mm, I wish this car was more inviting and engaging versus just country crushing fast. Even though that's where the car was born, that's true, the true freeways yes. that they have around it, you know, around Munich. But that's what this feels like now: is it's insulating you even more. Yep. The numbers have gone up, the performance has gone up. It's dramatic, it's amazing, and you're even more distant from the driving experience, which and is a bummer. And I like the car; I want to like it more. The M2's coming. Yes, yes. this is a fantastic car. I like it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any driving involvement. This is not the one to choose for your sports car. But that's the other thing, is that the last two series in base form was fun. Yes. Every version of the last two series we drove, all the way up to the M2 CS, they yes. were all fun. Now, in every case, I will say, we never felt like we had enough steering feel, even though I agree it was more than this. It was but, more than this. But we drove every variant. I drove every variant over the t- over the spectrum of the car on track and thought, yeah. just get a two series. If you want to be a yes. W, that's the one to get. That 228i and, from the first... Mm, Iteration 2012 or 2013. Great. And this will probably be brilliant in M2 form. Totally. But you didn't have to go M2 last time. Right. And right. Oh, man. And the other thing, speaking of technology, we have turned off every driver assistance feature in this car. Oh, we thank you. We have dumped yes. them out. We have found them all. We have turned them off. It still wants to do lane assist. If somebody can tell us where the, the big off button is, we have dug into menus We've looked at everything we can find, and you can turn it to a light feel. Yes. But still, when you're near an edge like this, it still fights you. And then the car's swerving and trying to do odd things. It really detracts from the driving experience. And if drivers are who buy BMWs, then we're not the people BMW needs to worry about. We don't need all (laughs) these driving aids. How about the big off button? Everything off. Yes. It's a big red Uh button right in the middle. Hey, I'm going driving now. Uh-huh. <sighs> Hit yep. the button and everything turns off and you don't have to worry. The driver and then you extract. toggle. I like that. Yes. Just flip, 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 flip. Everything. Yes. I'm, I'm talking. You don't have to dig uh-huh. in the menus. It's just a big red button. And your passengers will get in and say, what does this do? You left ABS on and everything else let, off. Let me Here we show you. <laughs> and we're going like driving this. now. Yes. But, but honestly, I think that's the thing that has this been has been reduced to is that the fun is only in let me show you how fast it is that that's the thing you want to yeah. do to start giggling and yeah. laughing because that's the thing that it does fast which is an electric car feature yes let me show you how fast this is that's the thing we're going to engage with because everything else is just kind of over here and distant at arm's length does the phrase let me show you how this corners appeal to most of the driving public no, unfortunately. No, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. And enthusiasts, that's what we want. Yeah. Let me show you how... Well, it's kind of slow, but let me show you the speed you can hang on to yeah. corners. Yeah. Nobody says that. You can that's really frighten the average person in yes. a fast corner you in an underpowered car. You're right. That's true. But at this point, this has gotten 
really expensive. It's almost $58,000, and yes. that's just MSRP. Mm-hmm. At that point, you've got to look at other things, and you've got to look at used cars. And I thought of a car that this does actually compete with. I okay. looked it up. Okay. It, it is the brand-new Dodge Challenger GT with the 303-horsepower V6. Think in, about in it. In all-wheel drive? All-wheel drive. <laughs> Two-door, four-passenger, all-wheel drive, yep. front-engined. Okay. Yeah. Six-cylinder car. Yeah, okay. That's funny. That's I like that. That's kind of a boring matchup. It's also 5,300 pounds. Oh, man. That makes which this look that light, which this, is horrifying. This is the lightweight. But, but at $58,000, that was M2 money. Yes. You could get an M2 for that. And now that's slightly used M2 money. So yeah. I'd say go backwards unless you're just looking for the BMW feel and you just want to be isolated and Unless Go you really want fast. Brand new and less involvement. You're right. I think you're better off buying the prior M2. 